Welcome to the Chrissy Crash Podcast. I'm Chrissy Crash, a former smoker, drinker, fast food eater, unhappy bartender, transformed into a roller derby athlete, runner, and fitness coach. Each week, I'll bring you an insightful guest or lesson learned from my own perfectly imperfect life to help you uncover how to create more love, light, joy, and health in your everyday experience despite the chaos and challenges. I believe that life is a contact sport. Let the games begin. Do you want to elevate your game on the track in 12 weeks or less, guaranteed? Yeah, I said it. If I could help you get fitter, faster, stronger, and more confident on the track while having more joy, self-confidence, and love in your life outside the track in just 12 weeks, guaranteed, would you be interested? Well, click the link in the show notes to learn more. What's up, my friends? Chrissy Crash here. Welcome to another episode of the Chrissy Crash Podcast. I am here for episode two with Brad Williams, gym owner, personal trainer, podcast host for Over 40 Fitness Hacks podcast, and most magically special, Brad was one of my very first personal trainers that taught me so much of what I know about fitness that helped me be an amazing roller derby athlete. And so I wanted to bring Brad on here to do this series of teaching you guys some different ways that you can increase your athleticism. So in the last podcast, if you missed it, we talked about how to develop your balance and Brad went really in depth into all of the different modalities that you can use in order to increase your balance on the track. Now today, we're taking it to the next level and we're talking about agility and those fast feet, which I remember when you and I were working together, man, Brad worked me on agility ladders, like nobody's business. And it was like, unlike anything I'd ever seen before, because we didn't just do like straight forward and back ladders. So Brad, talk to us a little bit about what can we be doing to increase our fast feet on the track? Absolutely. And thanks for having me on the show again, Chrissy. Yeah. So this is kind of like the step two of, you know, we're, we're working on balance and we're really getting athletic performance out of that and, and changing motions and getting back to center or what you girls call derby position. And the next thing is speeding it up. So one, you know, there's tons of ways to, to train out in the field and that kind of stuff. I just wanted more focused on one specific one, because it's really easy for someone to do at home or you know, even part of the gym they're at is, and most people have it is like the agility ladders. You know, you can get that off Amazon or wherever your gym probably already has it. And it's funny because, you know, you would never know who, who has the balance, who has the footwork. It may not be the same person. Like at my gym, you know, with Chrissy, we worked those to death and I kind of feigned myself as the, the ladder champion of my own gym and would challenge people all the time. I had a tennis instructor once who was 74 years old. And was just real into it. She would crush me on it. She just, just the motions and, you know, weight helps too. She was a lot lighter than me too, but she just had the power built in with that light frame and just smoked everybody. But yeah, she couldn't balance for anything. So (laughs) I still had her on that. I remember you would be, you would beat me so hard on agility ladders. Like we would race and then I'd just be like, why am I even trying right now? (laughs) Yeah. So, so say you got that. And the whole, the whole point of, of working the ladders is it's also kind of like mind body connection, which you want most of the time when you're doing agility, you got to let your mind go. So this is more of just, you know, physical feeling and repetition and how fast can you increase that repetition? You, you know, you can enter in the mindfulness later, obviously when you're playing the sport, but you got to practices doing the ladders very simply, just you got to space out, 
let your body do what it wants to do. You know, very easy. Either you have a coach already or just YouTube agility ladders. And there are millions of them. And you should master as many as you can because they're all different. They're all meant to, to spin you out of control on how to, you know, get the footwork down right and then do it fast and then do it backwards. And also in for derby, it's good because it's when you do a change in direction, a lot of people just push off of one foot and go as fast as they can. Well, one, you're going to be less balanced doing that. Two, you can kind of hurt yourself forcing that much power into, in, you know, in that quick of a movement off of one foot. When you're training for ladders and footwork, it's actually more powerful and faster to take a couple steps first, like stutter steps, and then you're setting your body in the perfect position to then push off in the correct motion with, with less now sure force because you took a couple steps before doing it which you practice in ladders. And then not only that, but then you can easily stutter step and boom, shoot back the other direction, which normally most people can't do. If they get all out effort off their left foot to push hard, there's no way in hell. They're going to then, if the motion changes to push off again, they're already spinning out of control because they're, they're not taught this system. So, so that's that what ladders can teach you. So that's interesting. I've never thought about ladders that way. I think about agility ladders as, okay, well, this is my way to just kind of like get across the track to the other side faster. But what you're saying is that actually practicing the muscle memory of those agility ladders will help me maybe just take like two steps, do a power block. But because I took those two little stutter steps that I've been practicing on the agility ladder, when I go to do that block, I can actually recover myself back to the derby position faster. That's the whole key is knowing that you might have to change back and it's it's safer to take those stutter steps on both ways and be more controlled than just to give all out one movement and push off with that leg. So that's like the true athletes of why they, they work this footwork is because they know nothing is ever one direction. Someone's going to push you back or or you're going to miss the hit and they're going to split off the, the other way and you need to be on them as fast or better than them. And that's that's what puts you above you know the next athlete. Awesome. So it sounds like then with agility ladders, we want to focus on obviously doing agility ladders forwards, then doing agility ladders backwards, and then also working on them laterally from side to side. Yeah, so the very the very simple ones like, look up it's better to look up like beginner ladder drills start start there because they'll just have you you know going going each rung and just do left right tap go in the next one left right tap and you just work it with a with one lead foot like say your left foot has to go first then you turn around and your right foot must be the lead foot because everything you train you got to give it to the other side and then start going sideways very simple go sideways back then they start having you do like the in and out so you tap tap in the the inner part of the rung, then you tap, tap to the outer. And one foot is always the lead foot. So thus, when you come back, the other foot's got to be the lead foot. You always got to remember to do that. So then then after that, they just start adding in spins or you're going forward and backward and forward again. And it's all like, it gets so crazy repetition. And, and it's just like, it's very similar to like dancing, but it's like, you got you to gotta feel it. You can't think about it. Because the people who think about it will stop and be like, okay, where do I go? No, just go, 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 go. You got to let go because you, you'll, you'll fix it later. Yeah. And I remember there was a point where I was really heavily working on agility ladders and it was something where I was like, I knew my agility on the track needed to be better. And I think I talked about this actually in a podcast a couple of weeks ago, but like, I just, I knew that like, 
I had to be working agility ladders if I wanted to have faster feet on the track. And I worked on it for about a month or so. And I had this one practice where I was stuck behind someone and I went, and all of a sudden I was like around them. And I was like, where did that come from? And it was because Mm -hmm. I practiced that muscle memory of just doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. So when my body called for it, like I didn't have to actually think about it. It just was already in there. Yeah. And that's the other thing is when, when you're at that high level, you start doing, I'm sure you could do it in roller derby is uh, whatever you call it, either faints or jukes and in, in football, they call it jukes where you faint or juke some way knowing that they're going to bite. And then you quickly move the other direction, but you need to be able to stutter step for the faint stutter step to go the direction you want. And you can't just push off of that one foot and blindly feel that, that your body's going to do it correctly. It's not an athletic position. You need to practice that athletic position in every movement that you do. And then how f- once you start speeding this up with like ladder drills, you'll be amazed like how f- fast you can cut one way or the other safely as the other opponent is rolling off the track. <laughs> you know, so it's so funny. So I just played roller derby this weekend for the first time in nine months. And I was jamming and I totally did that the lame way, like where I was like, I'm going to fake this person out. And I did one big long step this way. And then I like had so far to get back the other way that like, obviously I didn't get around them. And I think a lot of like beginning skaters do that. They're like, I'm going to fake. And they'll go like really like just super heavy in one direction where if you watch like a better skater, what they need to do is like, it's such, like you said, it's such a faster, like quick motion of like in one direction and then and then you go the other way those are the sounds that your skates would make by the way yeah (laughs) and then really quick now one of the things i remember us working on was not just agility ladders but you had us do like even doing like cone work right like where we would go like forward and lateral and like side and like there were so many other things i think people just think about agility ladders when they think about agility yeah so agility ladders is more of kind of like I mean, there's so many different things to do and same with cones, but it, it was more of a space saver. That's why it's like perfect for someone's house. But if, yeah, if you're in the open field, you got a little bit more room. Cones are just, they do the same thing, but it allows you to space them out a little bit more. And that way you can start putting some speed in your sprints. So now you're working on your sprints and your ability to athletically cut left and right or go backwards. You can do very similar stuff and still do that stutter step I mentioned but in full speed now so that you know that's just the next upgrade that now you've got your your body in motion and on the ladders it's real quick to change your body motion because it's only you know a few inches left and right now you're separating these cones by like three feet so you're getting some speed and that velocity is hard to change direction without the proper footwork so then that's why you do a little stutter step longer stride and you're able to cut and change direction in full speed Awesome. Well, this is freaking amazing. So my friends, I hope this is inspiring you to go out, get yourself an agility ladder and level up your game this year. If you want to learn more from Brad, you can check out the over 40 fitness hacks podcast. I'll be sure to put all of his contact links down below. And then Brad, we will be talking to you in the next episode about building power and what it means to build power on the track. So we can't wait to see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Awesome. Thank you to the audience. And thanks, Chrissy, for having me on again. It's been a pleasure.
Chris gets really excited and barking about it too. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, my friends, please rate it with a five stars. If you feel like I deserved all five stars, leave a comment down below to let me know that you loved it. And then click the link to share this podcast with your teammates, your friends, or anyone else in the world, because life is a contact sport and those who touch the most lives wins. We will see you guys in the next episode.